Hello, and welcome to Choose to Become, a podcast about discovering yourself, cultivating self-love, and choosing to do the work to become the very best version of you. I'm your host, Lindsay Casey, and I'm so excited that you're joining us. On this week's episode of Choose to Become, we're going to be talking all things insecurity. So we're talking about insecurity in relationships, personally, professionally. Stay tuned. So this week we are talking about insecurity, something that is near and dear to my heart. It's a subject that, you know, isn't very sexy, but I think it's something that should be really discussed openly. Insecurity is something that we've all faced. Big one obviously would be in relationships, but also insecurity can creep in when we're trying something new professionally or personally. And we feel that fear that the feelings of kind of unworthiness or, you know, I'm not prepared for this or do I really belong in this space? Those kind of feelings we've all had. I mean, if you look back at your life, there's a time in your life, at least one, that you felt insecure. You felt like you didn't belong. You felt less than in some way. So we're diving into that today. And I'm going to have some tips for you as far as really learning to face it. Because here's the thing. It's not something that's going to just disappear. It will lessen, you know, and you will be less affected by it. And the biggest thing that I hope you take away from this is how you can work with it, how you can create some awareness around it. You don't let it take over your life. You don't let it keep you from trying something new, whether that's a relationship or, you know, a new profession. And so that is what we're diving into today. So our insecurities are based on past experiences, whether it was situations in your childhood or experiences that you walked through as an adult. We weren't born insecure. So that feeling of insecurity starts at a very young age. And that's why it's kind of hard to kick when you're older, because you've had this sort of inner critic your whole life. And so I'm going to use inner critic and insecurities almost interchangeably. There is some slight differences there. But at the end of the day, the inner critic is that voice that is speaking life into your insecurities. It's that voice that comes up that says, who are you to do that? Or, you know, will trigger past memories when you're in a new experience that will make you feel insecure. So trauma, it doesn't always have to be huge trauma, you know, like physical abuse or like really big things. It can be smaller things that you experienced when you were younger. If you had financial worries, if you grew up in a home where there wasn't enough money, then when you grow up, you're probably going to have some insecurities around abundance and finances. Same thing if you grew up in a relationship where your parents were married, you know, for a long time and then they suddenly got divorced and you didn't really have the context for that. You may have insecurities around that. For me, my parents died when I was young and so I had like some really deep abandonment stuff that I had no idea, you know, was playing such a major role in my relationships until I was like 32. So these things have been with us so long, they're so ingrained that we're not even aware of how much they're affecting our lives. We just kind of keep doing the same things over and over again and projecting those feelings onto others and not really taking the time to look at, okay, why do I keep going through this? Why does this keep coming up for me? Even the experiences that we have as an adult 
can create new triggers for insecurity. Let's say you're in a relationship and you think everything's going great and then you realize that your partner is cheating on you. That's going to create some really big insecurity walking into your next relationship, especially if you don't take time to really look at that and heal from that. So you're going to take that into your next relationship. If you are at work and you know, you're presenting on a big project and you know, your boss clowns you or it's not well received, you're going to be less likely to step up in a meeting and speak up and share your ideas because you're worried that that's going to happen to you again and rightly so you know it's all these different things that happen to us that through time it builds momentum and then we realize you know when we're adults like wow I'm really playing small or I'm kind of experiencing the same things over and over again and why is that happening to me so a big thing that I want to share is that you're always going to have that trigger. The insecurity is always going to come up. That's just real life. And I don't say that to discourage you from even trying, like what's the point? But there are ways that you can create some space between you and the trigger so that you're not kind of doing the same things over and over again. That you can notice the trigger come up and you can be like, oh, okay, I'm in a situation and it's triggering that thing again. Let me pause before I react. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. That's what these four tips are going to be is like, a little toolbox for you. So when you feel that trigger come up, that old kind of pattern of thought, that old feeling of like tightness in the chest and like tightness in the belly, that anxiety of like, oh fuck, like here we are again, you're going to have some tools for that. So the first one that I want to share is we have to just kind of accept like, hey, I'm insecure. For me, I was like, I was insecure as fuck and I didn't know why. But as soon as I was really like, okay, dude, like This is, I feel like this all the time and I don't want to feel like this anymore. And so I started to, you know, sit with that, you know, especially after I had my yoga and meditation practice, I was able to kind of sit with that and really realize, okay, this isn't my partners. This isn't other people. This is something that like is happening within me. So I need to really get a handle on that. So that's the first step is really just admitting to yourself like, okay, I have some issues here. Like I have some insecurities and they may be deep as fuck or maybe they're not, but like really sitting with that and accepting that fact that like you have insecurities. And so there's this quote that's going to be in my book, Choose to Become. And the quote says, unexplored insecurities suffocate healthy partnerships. I don't know who I was when I wrote that, (laughs) you know, like when I'm writing, I just, it really is coming from kind of subconscious and intuition, but I have reread that and been like, damn sis, like A, that was insightful as fuck. And B, that's so freaking true. Like that has proven true to me time and time again. Not that most of my relationships were really healthy because I was making choices from a place of insecurity. So I was attracting that that type of man. And so that right there is such a key detail. So don't be ashamed of like, oh, I have insecurity or like, you know, don't feel like bad about that. Get empowered and just realize, okay, I'm admitting to myself that this is something that I'm struggling with and now I'm going to choose something different. That's the key. You're not admitting it to say I'm weak and there's something wrong with me. It's just to be like, okay, proof's in the pudding. Like I have some insecurities. It keeps coming up. What am I going to do about that though? So number two, and this may not be fun, but it's explore your triggers. So now that you know, okay, damn it, this is, this is it. Like I do have insecurities. Then you need to kind of look at that and that's going to take some time. That's not going to be like one day you're just journaling and like, it's all going to come up. You're going to have to, now that you have this awareness around it, you can start to do the work to do something different. So it's going to take some time. 
the homework for you is to notice the moments when you feel that insecurity come up. What situations are you in? Who are you around? Is it at work? Is it in your romantic relationship? Is it when something happens that triggers this other thing? And then I want you to have a notebook or a journal or something to start to write that down. So maybe at the end of each day, if you can remember throughout the day, or even, come on now, get your phone out, bust out the notes app and write it in real time, like write it in the moment so that you're not at the end of the day trying to scramble to think, oh wait, was it this or that? Write it in the moment. You're documenting it essentially. Now you can do that for a week or more and you'll start to see a pattern. You'll start to see the thread of like, oh shit, like this is A, coming up a lot more than I thought and B, these are the specific situations that I'm in. These are the people that I'm around that triggers that insecurity. And it's not like pointing the finger like you did this to me or you make me feel this way because at the end of the day, dude, we are responsible for how we feel. We can't blame somebody else for how we feel inside. If we're triggered, that's a wound we need to look at. So we're not writing this down to, you know, ghost all of our friends that make us feel insecure or go off on our boyfriend or husband or wife because you feel insecure. That's something that you now have to look at based on the data that you've collected and you know, you can choose to do something different. So now we're going to go into step three. So now, okay, you've created the awareness. You've accepted like, okay, this is something that is not working in my life. I have insecurities. Step two was you're writing it down. You're getting clear on what those triggers are, what you're doing, who you're around that's bringing that out. Number three, you're going to be doing some affirmations. So now that you know what those situations are, Now you can do something different. So you're going to have little affirmations. So when you're in certain situations that trigger you, let's say, you know, if you're at work and you are creating a project, you're going to have little notes at your desk. I am capable. I am worthy of this job. I can do hard things. Whatever resonates with you, write those things down. Like for me, on my bathroom mirror, I literally have this little sticker and it says, you are beautiful. Because I was single for a long time and it's like I really noticed after that when I really dive deep to look at, okay, where are my insecurities coming from? Why, you know, what, are, what am I doing in relationships that's not healthy? And I was always looking to my partner to affirm me. And as much as words of affirmation are good, they're only good if you're affirming yourself initially from the gate that has to be the foundation otherwise it's not sustainable you're always going to question if your partner means it or not if you're not clear on your own self and so I got that because I was able to read that every day and affirm that for myself and so do that in the mornings with my journaling you know I am strong I am resilient I am love Um, even before I got into my current relationship like those were things that I did and spending that time really exploring my insecurities allowed me that space to kind of work through them so affirmations are a huge one whatever resonates with you so really sit down and look at the triggers that you have and identify where they come from of course but that's something that only you can do so really sit with that don't just write down okay this is how I feel This is when I'm triggered. You know, you have to kind of look back and see, okay, where did this first stem from? What happened that this is something that I'm struggling with? And then you can write your affirmations from that place. Or you can even journal about it and like write yourself that note. Like this is then, this is now. I am not my insecurities. I am not this blank situation that occurred. I am what I choose to become. I am a strong woman. I am a resilient man. Whatever it is that, you know, resonates for you. And then the last tip that I have is about preparation. So this really speaks into when you're trying something new with your life. Um, When I started writing my book and even when I started, you know, preparing for this podcast, 
you have that fear when you're putting, especially when you're putting something out in the world that's like specific to you. It's a reflection of you. I mean, truly. The biggest thing is to combat those feelings of what if I fail and everyone's going to see me fail. That fear of judgment is to prepare. If you're preparing 100%, then you're going to walk into whatever this new situation is with so much confidence. It's really, it's really true. The more that you can prepare for something, the more information that you can have about something that you're trying, the better it's going to go and the better you're going to feel. Let's say you walk into a test. You didn't study shit. You're like, I partied with my homies. I didn't do shit for the test. You roll in there and you're like, fuck. You know, it was all fun and games last night, but like now you don't know anything. So you're walking in feeling nervous. You're walking in feeling not secure about this test. But then on the other side of that, let's say you have the same test. And for the whole week before, you spent at least an hour or two hours a day studying the night before you went over the material, peeked at it the morning of. You're going to walk in that bitch like, let's go. I'm the teacher. I'm about to teach the class and take the test. Like you're in beast mode because you know that you're ready for that test. So that translates to anything in your life. If you're trying something new, A, the biggest thing is you just have to start. We talk ourselves out of starting. That's going to be a whole nother episode of the podcast. But B, prepare. Gather information. You know how many YouTube videos I watched on how to start a podcast? A lot. Because I wanted to be prepared. I wanted to present something good. And so when I did start actually recording, I had this arsenal of knowledge and understanding of the software and what mic to use so that I didn't feel that insecure about, you know, what I was presenting and how I was going to do it. This also makes me think about, you know, my yoga teaching journey. And like when I first walked into my yoga teacher training, I had never been inside of a yoga studio. You guys like, do you know how insane that is? So I go through this program. It's great. You know, and I took almost a year off before I started teaching. And so I was practicing a lot. I was super nervous. I would like write out my whole class, but I would also like watch other classes. I would take class so that I could learn and see how other people taught. I would have my sequences like all lined up and ready to go. And then fast forward to now, I don't need to do all of that because I prepared in the beginning. I went ahead and did it. And now I'm in a place of like, I feel very secure with teaching. It's just like driving a car. Like we can't let insecurity allow us to play small. When you first got in that car, I know you were very, very, very afraid. Your mom and dad were afraid. Whoever was teaching you how to drive was afraid too, because there's insecurity. It's something new. It's a big deal. But now you don't even think about it when you get in your car. Prepare, practice. All right, that's it. I'm so glad that you joined me. I hope that you really got something out of this. If you did, hit me up. I'm on Instagram, Lindsay Casey, C-A-C-Y for the last name, a little different on the spelling. But send me a message on Instagram and let me know what you got out of this episode. If you liked it, share it with a friend. If you have a friend that you know is insecure or someone that you just feel like could get something out of this episode, share the link with your friend. This podcast is available pretty much anywhere. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, share it. Leave me a review. Let me know what you thought. And choose to become.